Why tell me when to start? Okay, good evening. We're holding now in Mesechta Saita, Tafyud Ches Amen Aleph. Before we start, I just want to give a few, uh, make a few uh, announcements. Number one, a big shakayach to Sushi Spot for sponsoring the sushi tonight, and the drinks, and all the, uh, all the uh, delicious food. And um, number two is, tonight is also my Zayda Tzvi's yard site, so I want to dedicate the learning for him. For Prachabad, Mordechai Tzvi Ben Chaim Yesu Shleiman. Okay, we, uh, we left off on Friday, in the middle of uh, a few cases, we started off from the, from the Gemara, the Gemara, the last case, about Kosva Igedes, if somebody wrote the, uh, the Megillah Satan in a way of, like, without Sirtut. So the last thing we said is Psula, because the Torah says Basefer. Okay, now we're holding that Yudchas, I'm going the first line. Kosva, Shnei Dapin, if they... He wrote the Megillah on two dapen. Now, what does two dapen mean? Rashi says, which means, according to Rashi, two dapen mean that you can have even one klaf, but there's two paragraphs. There's two, like two amudim. Taisvis, a long, long Taisvis over here, which argues in Rashi and says, it doesn't make any sense at all that you have one klaf with two amudim, that that should be possible. We know the halacha by aget that you can have one klaf with two amudim and it's still kosher. Tesis brings a bunch of bunch of rayas, and therefore Tesis touches up kosval shnei dapin, not like Rashi, but rather it means that you took um, two, you took two pages and you um, tied them together, and you wrote the get. So that you wrote the uh, the, the uh, Megillas soita. So that's going to be. Puzzle. Now, some people want to be Metaritz Rashi and say that there's a special din in regards to Saito that the Torah says Basefer, which is Mashma, that it has to be totally, totally separate. Hashem came by get, it doesn't say the word Basefer, it says Sefer, so therefore they try to be Malamet Schus. That's why Rashi says Dafkid is a din by a Saito that has to be Mamish on one page and one paragraph. Okay, so that's the fifth case. Either the way we touched up Rashi or Teisvis, so the halacha is Psulat's puzzle. Why? Because Sefer Echod, Omrachmona. The Torah says that it has to be one Sefer. If it's two or three Svarim. The sixth case, Kosov Ois Achas Umochak. If the husband wrote one letter of the Megillah Saita and then he erased it. Then Ois Achas, and then he wrote another letter, and because of Ois Achas, he wrote one letter, he erased it. He wrote, he wrote another letter, Umochak, and then he erased Ois Achas, then he erased it. So he wrote, he erased, he wrote, he erased, he wrote, he erased. So the din is Psulat's puzzle. Why? Because the Pasik says in Pashas Nosai, Perek He, Pasik Lamid, that the Koyen. Literally, it means that the Kayin is going to do all this Teda, which is mashma, that the Megillah needs to be written like a total Megillah beforehand. Now, the Meiri points out 
that Eina Hanami, the Gemara could have brought a case as well of even if you wrote, let's say, a few sentences, doesn't have to only be Oisachas. But uh, the reason why it's puzzle is because the Taita says that it has to be a complete Taita before one erases it. Now Rav asks a Shaila, Kosav if a Koyin wrote two Megillis for two Saites, and then he went ahead and he erased it into one cup. As we learned, that the Megillas go into a Klicheres. So he took these two Megillas Saites, which were written Lishma of for the Saita, and he went ahead and he erased it into one Kais. So Mahu, Rav asked, what will be the Halacha? And he explains. Do I say, Do I say that the Torah requires that the Megillah Seita has to be written, and it has to be Nikr that it's Lishma? And therefore, when one, when, when one went ahead and wrote two Megillahs, the Shtei Seitis, it was Nikr that it was Lishma, I later on, it got mixed up in a Kais Echad, we don't care. The fact is that the Mechika was the, the Ksiva was done Lishma. Or, or do I say no? That the mechika has to be also lishma, and the mafarshim, all the mafarshim explain that the gemara. Of course, we learned later on the gemara davchof from the says, and we learned later on that the ksiv and the megillah has to be lishma. The shaila of the gemara is: Does it have to be nikker? In other words, that does the naked eye have to see that the mechika was also done lishma or not? Okay, so that's the shaila. Again, you wrote two megillas for two shaitas lishma, and you. We're meichikit. The kain was meichikit. And one kais. Do I say you need to have aksiva l'shma? And the fact is, it's aksiva. Or do I need to have a mechik l'shma as well? And the Gemara says, Rav says, in tim And if you're going to say that that the Torah requires that the mechika also has to be l'shma. So the question is, mechokam b'shtei kaisis. If you wrote, if the kain wrote the two megillas for two seitas. And then he went ahead and he actually erased it in two kli cheres. And then chazar v'irvan. And then he went ahead, like they do by the end of uh, by the Sheva Brachas, and he started mixing it together. Mahu, what will be the halacha? Do I say mechika lishma b'inan v'ho'ika, that the Torah requires that you must have to have mechika lishma, and at the end of the day there was a mechika lishma over here. Oidilma, or do I say no? Hai lav didok ashasya, that the first lady is not drinking her may seita, and the second woman is also not drinking her seita. In other words, even though that there was a ksiva lishma, and there was a mechika lishma, but at the end of the day, when you take the water and you start mixing it together, especially liquid, it's impossible to say that, this, that the two seita's waters didn't mix in to each other, and therefore, it will be a problem that each one is not drinking her own water. Now, Rava continues, in Tim Suleiman, even if you want to say that high lavdi high lavdi that in a case when he wrote and did the mechika and shtei kaisis and then mixed it together, I'm going to say that each one it's puzzled because each one is not drinking their own saita. In Tim Suleiman, halavdi balavdi What will be the case if chazar v'chilkan? So now the koyin went ahead. He wrote this, the two megillah saitas. He put it in two cups of water. He went ahead and he mixed it together. And then he took it and he evenly put it back together. So the, so the shayla is, what will be the din? Do I say the halachas of yesh preda, 
do I say that retroactively, once each saita has their cup back together, I say that it's her cup that she's drinking, or I don't say the din of the breda. Now, this is a very, very complicated few lines. We have to need a lot of clarification exactly what Rava is saying. But just to explain in simple aces. We have a din of breda, which we learned many times, and shas, that if, let's say, somebody has a jug of, of, uh, of uh, let's say, grapes. He wants to eat grapes. So grapes, he has to give truma. Now, for whatever reason, he can't give the truma now. So what does he say? He says, I'm going to drink now 90%, or I'm going to consume 90% of the, of the jug, and then the last 10%, is go- that's going to be truma. And the chalois of the truma is chal, right now, from when I eat, and when I leave the last 10%, retroactively it will be that this was the truma. That's called yesh breda. Or do I say that there's no breda? So now, in our case, as Taisus asks, he says he doesn't understand. What, what does it mean, breda, not breda? At the end of the day, when you have a, a cup of, uh, of truma, a cup of uh, grapes, let's say, that need to be, be mafish truma, so it's very simple. You say the last 10% of the cup is going to be truma. Here, I'm taking the mesoit, I'm mixing it together, and then I'm putting it back in the cup. Okay, so the rishenim and the achrenim all, all, all have, it's complicated, and even Taisus is not very clear. And, the, and they're, they're marking the difference between atzuras hashasia or when the mayim is, is mixed together. In other words, when the Torah says that I have to see the meisaita, does it mean that it just has to look from, when you take a step back, that the saita is drinking her water? Or do I say that, no, that inside a taka has to be her water? And they, therefore they want to say that when the Gemara gives the example of Breira, it's not a classical example like we gave of before of Truma. It's a different, uh, it's, a different it's just figurative. It's not using the word Breira correctly. Um, it's just a Shema Mushal. And, uh, and the Shaila is, now in our case, if when you put it back, each one into the cup separately, do I say um, this, that it's her water that she's drinking or not? So the Gemara answers Teku. Now, we have a din, we said this before, that whenever we say take, we always go to Chumrah. So, whenever we say we're assuming that that's going to be the din, and therefore the Rambam, if you look in Hilchah Saita, Perek Dalad, Halach Yid Aleph, the Rambam Paskins, that all these Sveikis are, are, are all going to be puzzle. However, if you look in the Rambam, the last Halacha over here, in our case, the last thing of that when you mix it into two uh, cups and you mix it together and then you put it back into the two cups, the Rambam Paskins that B'di'evit is going to be kosher and all the Mepharshim uh, ask a question, and they all have a lot of fun with the Rambam. How could the Rambam say that B'di'evit is kosher if we always say, take we always go to Chumrah? The Shaila was Azay. He asked, if the Koyin now gave this Saita water in like a type of straw. Gave her in a type of straw. So the Shaila is, Mao, what's the halacha? The Teda says that the Saita has to actually drink the water. So by her drinking it through a sieve, is that, is that proper or not? The Koyin has to be mashkul the Saita with the Mayim Hamamaorim. And the fact is, she has to drink it and she's drinking it that of sieve. Is that okay or not? Or the question is, Bishefei Feres Mao. What about a bigger, a bigger type of tube? Is that derech shesia bekach? Or ain't derech shesia bekach? Is this a normal way? Nowadays, a lot of people drink through straws. But in the olden days, to have a sieve or a shefei feres was not an actual normal way of working or drinking. 
So the halach is, what's the din? So the Gemara answers and says, take you again, we go the Chumrah. Boy, Ravashi, Ravashi asked the Shaila, Nishpicho mehen, if some of the water from the cup of the Klichedes spilled out, Vinishtaidu mehen, and now only some of it remained over, Mao, what's the din? Now, Lechatchila, the Koyen, as we learned, has to be Mashke, the Saita, Achatzilug of water. The Shaila, the Gemara is asking is, if let's say there's less than half a lug, is that enough or not? Bidiyevit. So that's, that's what he asks, that uh, what will be the din? Could the Saita still drink this water or not? So the Gemara answers, Teku, again, we go to Chumrah. Um, Rav Zeda, um, Rav, Rav Zeda said in the name of Rav, There are two shvuas that we administer to the Saita. The Torah says twice in Parshas Nasui, the famous uh, parak we always keep quoting, parak hey, pasik yites, the pasik says, that the koyin has to be mashbia, this woman. And then the pasik says, that if you do not uh, have a relationship with this man, uh, then you're going to be benched. And then in Pasuk Aleph, it says again, So Reb Zedah Marav asks, what's the reason why the Torah makes the Koyen administer to the Saita Shua twice? So he says like this, One time the Koyen administers a oath to her before the actual Megillah is erased, and one is after the Megillah is erased. So Maskiv La Rava, so Rava asked Shailan Zedamarav, Travayu Koidim Shinim Khakomigila Ksivon. The fact is that Pasik Yutes and Pasikila Aleph, the Khaf Aleph, are both Shwis that are written in the Torah before the actual erasing. Because the erasing, the first time I learned about it is in Pasuk of Gimel, the Pasik says, because of Asa'ullah. So that means that Pasik Yutes, which is the first Shwa, Pasach of Aleph, which is the second Shvua, are both written before the actual tziva of the Kosav Asa'ala before the actual Mechika. So how could you, Rav, or Rav Zedah, say in the name of Rav, that one is talking about before Nimchaka Megillah and one is after Nimchaka Megillah. So Elam Rav, Rav says a new answer. The reason why the Torah says two Shvuas is Achas Shvua Sheish Ima Allah, because the Torah wants to tell me that one Shvua, the Kain has to give her one with a curse, and one shvu is without a curse. In other words, the first time in Pasuk it tests, and the second time when it says in Pasuk of Aleph, so what the Torah is telling me that in addition to the first shvu, which is not with a curse, there's a chiv also for the coin to give her a second and to give her with a curse. So the Gemara asks, Hey Chidami, what will be the case of Shvua Shigesh Ima Allah? The second, the second Shvua in Pasuk of Aleph, what exactly does the Torah mean by saying a Shvua Shigesh Ima Allah? So Omer of Amram, Omer Rav. So Amram said in the name of Rav, Mashbiani Alaich, that the Koyin says that swear to me, Bishem Hashem, that, that the husband is saying that Shalai Nitmis, that you do not, we're not metame, you do not defile yourself. And the, the curse is, she'im, nitmeis, if you take did, did defile, then the water should come into your stomach and blow you up. So that's, that's, the, that's the, the first shvua is 
that swear that Shaloi Nitmis. And the second, and the curse is the, that if you did defile, then you're going to get punished. So Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, based on that explanation, it comes out that Allah Luchuda Kaima, It comes out that the curse is by itself, without the Shvua, and the, and the Shvua for the woman is also by itself. And what does the Torah say? The Torah says it has to be which means that the Shvua has to be with the Allah. And the way that uh, he's explaining over here, that Rabbi Amram Amarav is explaining, which means that swear and then swear that if you did nitmis, then you're going to get punished. That's, that's a Shvua by itself. And, and the Allah is by itself. And the Torah says it has to be it has to go together. The Kayin says, in other words, the shvua ha'Allah is that the shvua should that the shvua is that the Allah should be chal on the woman. So if so, Allah ika. Based on this, you have taka Allah. However, shvua leka. What type of shvua is there? So Rashi says another pshat. Swear that shall I need miss that you do not. We're not metami. Be'im nitmis. And if you were metami, yovayu bich. And based on that, it comes out that the shvua is on both of them. You have a shvua she'imo olah. Okay. Now we're starting a new Mishnah. The uh, Torah says, in regards to the Seder, the shvua of the Seder, the Torah says, v'ha'omra isha, so the Gemara says, With regards to what does the woman say Amin Amin? It says twice Amin Amin. What exactly is she saying Amin Amin for? So the Mishnah says, Amin al Ha'Allah. First of all, she says Amin on the curse. In other words, she accepts the curse upon herself if she's guilty. Amin She says Amin on an oath as she says that she was not Metame. Amen miish zeh. So first, Amen ala Allah. She says Amen on the Allah. Amen ala Shvua. Amen on the Shvua. Amen miish acher. Amen that if I committed adultery with another man who I was warned, and Amen shelo yisatisi arusa nesua, and Amen that I did not stray with a when I was arusa when I was engaged, and unesua, and not also after I was married. Nor as a widow, as we know, Shemaris Yavam is somebody who's waiting for their, a, a Yavama, who's waiting for the Yavam. So since a woman at that stage, stage is usher from having relations with any other man, she has to wait for a Yavam. So she could swear, as we're going to learn about the idea about Gilgul Shvua, the Mitzat Gilgul Shvua, you could swear and say, swear, in other words, the idea of Gilgul Shvua is, is that if you find one thing that the person did wrong, you're able to, you're able to say, okay, now promise you didn't do A, B, C, and D. So one of the amens and amens is Shemaris Yavam for a widow waiting for her Yavam to perform the, 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 the Yibam. So since a woman at this stage, like we said, is usher from having relations with any man, and Uknusa, and when married through Yibam to that Yavam, and Amen Shalanit Mesi, Amen that I did not become Tommy. And if I did become Tommy, then may all these curses come upon me. Mayor says, Amen means, Amen, that I did not become 
defiled, I did not become tummy in the past, and omen shalayatami, omen that I will not become tummy in the future. Now, the Mishnah says, Hakoyal Shovin, all agree, Shein Masna Ima, that you're not allowed to make a tanai with her, that this Gilgushvua, this Omin uh, Omin, that we're making her swear, Mitzat Gilgushvua, you cannot stipulate with her, you can't make a tanai with her. Loi al Kaidim Shetisaris, neither with regard to what she did before she became engaged to him. In the olden days, it used to be that Edison and Nisuin were like a year apart. So Edison, nowadays we do it all together, but Edison from the Mishnah is Yikesev Shtarubia. And then after that was performed, they would wait about a year. So, Mitzat Gilgul Shvua, this husband is not allowed to say that you should make a Shvua that before you got engaged to me, you didn't have any improper relationships. And also, you're not allowed to make a Tanai with regard that she will do uh, after she becomes divorced from him. You can't say that, swear that you're not going to do something as far, you know, to have relations with somebody else. That is not in your jurisdiction. It's not in your power. Okay? Then the Mishnah said, both agree. Both agree. In case we did already. Now, now, if a husband divorced his wife, and while divorced, what happened? She became Tommy, and with somebody else, and then, and then the husband took her back and remarried her. And then he warned her about a specific man, and she was soicer with this man, and now she has to drink the me'asoita. So the halach is, she cannot make a tonight, he cannot make a tonight with her, that she can take an oath that she did not become Tommy during the period when she was divorced. Why? Because her husband would become forbidden to her only if she had married another man after being divorced. Not if she committed an improper act with somebody else. And this is what he says, this is the general principle. In every case where if she would engage in Isser with him um, and she would not become forbidden to her husband due to this act. He cannot make, he cannot make a tanai with her that the, uh, includes this shvua. In other words, the oath can include only cases in which she would be tame to him. Things which have absolutely no connection to him at all. If she would have done something, does not work. Okay. In the case of a widow, this widow is awaiting her yavam, and she, Shizinsa, she committed adultery. So the halacha is, asura li vama. The halacha is, she becomes forbidden to her yavam. So the Gemara says, mimai, from where do you know this from? So he says, midiktani, from the fact that our Mishnah says, shemeres yavam uknusa, our Mishnah says that a, a widow waiting for uh, yavam, nor when married, she cannot he cannot um, be Megagal Shvua. Now, he says like this, I amres b'shleim asira, if you say that a woman who is Shemaris Yavam, who she is Mizana, she committed adultery, is forbidden to the Yavam, so mishum hachi masna ba'ada. So that's why a husband could make a tanai with a saita that she could take an oath that she didn't commit adultery while she was waiting for the Shemaris Yavam. 
But if you say that such a woman does not become forbidden to her husband, if, in other words, a Shemaris Yavim who's Mazana doesn't become forbidden, how, how could he make this tonight with her? But we learned in the Mishnah Zaklal, this is the general rule. That if there's going to be a relation, and through that relation, it's not going to make her usher to him, he cannot make this tonight with her. So, what do we see clearly? That she must become forbidden to the Yavim if she is Mizane under him. So, they said it in their Tisra, that Allah is not in accordance with the opinion of Harev Hamnuna. And a woman who is a Shemesh Yavim, who is Mizane, does not become forbidden to this Yavim. So the Gemara asks, this that we learned in our Mishnah, that a widow who's waiting, uh, a Yavama who's waiting um, for the Yavam, that um, when married, so we said before that he could make her swear. So the question is, if who is our Mishnah like? So he says, that's going to be according to Rebekah The Omar, Rebekah the opinion holds, ain't Kiddushin Tevisin B'chayi V'lavin. That Kiddushin, by Alav, Kiddushin is not Tevis. There's a big Machlekes B'chlal, if there's an Isra Lav for one to marry somebody, so is the Kiddushin Chal, but the Eved or not? So most opinions hold, believe it's Rameir holds, that it, Kiddushin Tevisin, Kiddushin Lavin is Tevisin. Rebekah is a opinion, he's very stringent, and he says that any time there's Kiddushin Lavin, it's not Tevis. And not only that, Umeshav Elah Ki he and Rabbi Kiva looks at this child as a mamzer, that if uh, it's Israel love to marry somebody and that a child comes out of this union, the is that it's forbidden. Therefore, the shita of our mission is who is like Rabbi Kiva, but the is not like him. But Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya asked the Shaila, Mao Shiyasna Adam al Nisun, Elishenim. Very funny case. A man divorced his wife, and then it was Machsagrushasi, he remarried her. And then she secluded herself. And, and, and uh, now has to drink the me'asaita. So now the question is, what is the halacha as to whether this individual could make a t'nai with her in the first marriage? In other words, the first marriage, there was, no, there, there was issues, but there wasn't an issue that he suspected that she was mazana. They got divorced. Then he was ma'ashogushase. And then he says, okay, the second time he was mekaner, and he went through the whole process of seita. And the shaila is, can he say, say the first time we were married, I want you to make a shvua that you were not metame. Or another case, if let's say a yavam, can a yavam make a tanai with a yavama concerning the marriage of his brother? In other words, can he say the yavam now, they got married, or, and now he's being her? can mitzad gilgul he come along and say that you have to promise you didn't commit adultery prior when you were married to my brother. So what's the halach? So he says, Tashma, come and bring a Zaklal, this is the general rule. The Mishnah said, in every case, that if she would engage in relations with someone else, she would not become forbidden to her husband due to this act. He may not make a tonight with her. Now, you can learn from here, ha siri, if, we can learn from here that if, that he may make this tanai, if she would become usher. So hachanami demasna. So in both cases, in both of the, well, in both of the, of, of the cases in question, 
the woman would have become forbidden to her husband if she would have been guilty. So let's think. In, in, the, in the first case of Adama and Nisun and Yishrenim, if she would have uh, um, been guilty or she would have admitted what she, have, what she ha would have done, she would have been ushered to, to, to the first time. Also, if she would have admitted, she would have been ushered to the husband. So the Shema Minov learned from here that the Mishnah, that he is entitled to make this Tanai in these uh, two cases. Now, Remeir, the Mishnah said, Remeir said that Omen, Omen means Omen Shleni Tamesi, Omen that I did not become Tomei in the past, and Omen that I will not become Tomei in the future. Tanya, we learned in a Braisa. What do we learn? Remeir did not mean to say that Omen means that I will, become, that I will not become Tomei in the future. He did not mean to say that if that Hashem knows that she will become Tomei in the future. And therefore, the water that she drinks now basically evaluates her now if she's unfaithful. Because that's, that, that, that doesn't work that way. Ella, rather, what does Remeir work, say? Le What Remeir means to say is that in the event that she becomes Tomei, that the water that she drinks now will, will uh, reactivate and evaluate um, that she was unfaithful. In other words, if let's say even at the time that uh, she drank the Ma'arun, Shitaka didn't do anything, but two years later she does do something. So according to her mayor, you're saying Omish Lenit Macy and Omish Layatame means that if she will be Mizana years later, then the Ma'im will reactivate. What's the halacha as to whether a man can make a tonight with his wife concerning a later marriage? In other words, in the event that he would divorce her and then remarry her, can he make this tanai of Gilgul Do we say that now, if they remain faithful during the marriage, she's not forbidden to him? Or do I say, sometimes you can have a case that a man divorces his wife and and then remarries her. And if she commits uh, adultery, if she commits a sin, then she will become forbidden to him. So my answer is said, Toshma, come and learn. From our Mishnah, the Mishnah said that everyone agrees that he may make a tanai with her, that he may make a tanai with her through Gilgal Shua, neither with regard to what she did before becoming engaged, and and not after she gets divorced. Now, if while she's divorced, she secluded herself with another man and became Tomei, and then she came back, she took him back, so the halach would be that he may not make a tanai with her with regard to the period in which she was divorced. Why? Since that act does not make, him, make her tummy. But if she remarries her, if, she, if he remarries her, and she, then she becomes tummy, she would be forbidden for him. So the Gemara says from here, so therefore you must say, that they made a tanai with her in advance with regards to this. Umar says, Shmami, no, you can talk and learn from here that this is the case. Okay. We learned in Abraisa, Zois Teres Hakinois. The Pasuk says, This is the Allah of jealousy. Melame, this teaches us, Shahisha Shaisa Vashaina. This teaches us that a woman drinks and repeats. In other words, she must drink a second time if she becomes a Saita again. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, No. The Teres says, Zois Teres Hakinois, Shaina Isha Shaisa Vashaina. That once a woman is, went through the process of drinking the mea 
and nothing happened to her, the halacha is zois, only one time she drinks it and not again. Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi says, so he says, there was once a mice of Nechunya. Nechunya was the one who used to dig pits for Eidor Egel. And he said, he testified before us in the name of his Rabbi Isai that, what do he say? That the woman drinks and repeats. And we accepted his testimony with regards to two men. But with, with, with regard to one man. In other words, even if she drinks the water of a seita while married to her first husband, she has to drink again after the warning of her second husband. However, one cannot have his wife drink twice. Okay. The Bryce concludes, and the Chacham says, that the woman does not drink and repeat again, whether with one man or whether with two men. So the Gemara asks, according to the Tanakhameh, it also says the word this. We say this, the Pashas, it would restrict the number of times a woman could drink. So, and and even the later, the, the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon, also, what do they do with the word Tedas? So, Amar Rav says like this. Be'ish echad, u'bayal echad, with regard to one husband who accused his wife twice about one, one naif, the Everybody agrees that the same husband, the same woman, once she is okay once, she's okay forever with the same guy. You can't, you can't uh, keep harassing her about it. Now, in a case of the wide Zeus, this. Now, Bishnei Anoshim. With regard to two different husbands, Ushnei Bailin, and two different Nayafim, the Kul Amalai Pligi, everybody doesn't argue, the Aisha, Shei she drinks again. This is the Allah, you have two men, two Bailin. Now, Ki Pligi, when do they argue? When do they disagree with regard to one husband and two Bailin? Or Bishnei Anashim, Bail Echad, in the case of two husbands and one, and one Bail. In other words, if her second husband accused her with regard to the same account of whom she was, uh, she had to drink the first time. So he says like this, Tanakama Sovar, according to the Tanakama, he holds, Teidas, says, Teidas, Kuli, to, to teach us the halachas of all these cases. Zois, and when the Teir says Zois, is Lemute Ish Echad, Echad. When it says Zois, it comes to exclude only the case of one husband and one Bayel. And in that case, she does not drink and repeat. But And the Chachamim hold that Zois, when the Torah says Zois, this comes to exclude all these cases. In other words, the woman almost never drinks and repeats. When the Torah says that will come to include only the cases of the two husbands and the two Baalim, in which case she is and she drinks again. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda holds, I'll say, Zois, when the Torah says, Zois, the Muti Tarte, comes to exclude two of the cases. Teiras, when it says, Teiras, the Rabbi Tarte, it comes to include two cases. Zois, the Muti Tarte, when I say Zois, it comes to exclude two cases. Which two cases? Ish Echad, Echad, one man and one Baal. Ish Echad, Ushnei or one man and two Baalin. Teiras, when it says Teiras, that's the Rabbi Tarte, that's coming to include the two cases. 
and of Shnei Anoshim, who boil Echad, and the case of Shnei Anoshim, who Shnei Boilim, and both of these cases, the woman has to Shnei Besheisa, has to drink again. Hadam Nalach, Haya Mevi.